Hello and welcome to Drop Talk, the official podcast from Drop Fitness. This podcast features interviews between the owners and members of Drop Fitness, as well as community members and business owners, where we talk all things fitness, family, and food. Please subscribe and share our podcast. And if you like what you hear, throw us an awesome five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at Drop Fitness Bakersfield, or head to our website, dropfitnessbakersfield.com. See you at the gym. What's up, FitFam, and welcome to another episode of Drop Talk. I am your host, Joe Noel, and with me today again is my lovely wife, Monica Noel. Hey. Hey, we figured out the introduction. Hello. Hello. And it's not <laughs> porn status. That's good. Um, so we are bringing you another episode uh, with just us two, and we are actually still working on the um kind of uh, the behind the scenes stuff of setting up some interviews and uh, either keeping it socially distanced or uh, with people who don't mind being within six feet of me for 45 minutes. So <laughs> some some of those are few and far in between, but um, you know, we're going to try to get you guys some interviews uh, too and um, all things health and wellness and also just whatever we want to talk about. So <laughs> Um, because you know what? It's my podcast and uh, I can do whatever I want. Kidding. Uh, so today, uh, there's so much stuff going on. We could dive into Epstein and everything. No, I'm kidding. Um, there is so much stuff going on. But what I wanted to do today was talk about pregnancy and postpartum athleticism, mm-hmm. fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, and lo and behold, I have an expert that lives in my same household so figured i could ask you a few questions about it and i think getting into it you're probably like hey what is pregnancy and postpartum athleticism or what is pregnancy and postpartum fitness and uh, you would be among probably 94 percent of americans and asking the same question because i they don't know i feel like i have stumbled now into the one topic that people are less aware of than like financial literacy like mm-hmm. you know people are just getting into debt left and right and people have no idea what it's like after having a baby to come back mm-hmm. so what is a pregnancy postpartum fitness like what does that mean what is being a ppa coach mean um it is someone that is um certified and trained in um pregnancy and postpartum fitness um with the emphasis of with the pelvic floor um and uh you know everything that goes into it more than just handing you a workout to do um what i do is really individualized training um, because not all women are the same so um, and not every birth is the same and not every postpartum journey is the same so there's a lot that goes into it before we even jump in head first um, to the gym Uh, six weeks moms get the green light and what do they want to do they go right back to what they did before um, thinking well because I worked out while I was pregnant I'm fine everything's good everything sometimes is not good um so my job is to educate um and 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 guide and support the moms that are wanting more from just going into the gym they want to really learn like what's going on with their bodies Mm -hmm. um and we come up with a plan to help to help guide them so where where does that i heard you say like you know just after six weeks you get the clearance from like the okay from the doctor and that i mean from our experience and i can speak to this too is basically them just looking to make sure that you don't have an infection or something like that and then they're like that you're good right so they'll look to see they ask questions so the doctor will ask if you have any pain if you're still bleeding um from birth um the post bleeding so um you say no a lot of women will say no that they are fine you know so um the doctor will do the internal make sure you're okay um look at the c-section if you had a c-section um and then it's kind of good to go (laughs) 
And right. I mean, that's pretty much what you get. You're like, okay, you're, you're fine to go back. And then, um, you know, but I think going in, a lot of women don't understand, you know, like what diastasis is. Um, Which is what? The diastasis is a separation of your uh, ab muscles, your abs. So, which is a total normal thing because when you are growing a baby, your belly has to go out to make room for a baby. So it's perfectly normal. It hasn't been until recently. I think people have been, you know, you start Googling it. It's like the worst thing you can do. Um, It's like getting on WebMD and you find out oh my gosh like this is worse this is so bad when it really isn't that bad it's just something and people make you feel bad for having it depending on where you're looking like it's something that it's so horrific oh my gosh um but it's something that can be um worked on and it's not necessarily an issue unless it becomes an issue where it's affecting other parts of your body Mm -hmm. um so uh i myself had uh well have diastasis so um i was not aware of it until i was actually going through all this training so early postpartum with eleanor i had no idea but uh now i looking back at those pictures i mean i was huge so Mm. ellie had nowhere to go but forward so that put a lot of pressure on my um my core my abs all of it so um What does that lead to? Like what, I mean, you said it's not an issue unless it becomes an issue, Mm -hmm. but like what could it? So it could be a lot of like back issues that women have, hip issues. I mean, we use our core for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so if that is compromised, we start compensating other parts of our body. Um, It's all connected to as far as our pelvic floor. We need to be using that um, and gain control. Our pelvic floor is what holds everything together at the bottom so that is compromised as well when you have a baby because when that baby keeps growing keeps getting bigger now you're not only carrying though you know it's not only holding you like your insides but now it's carrying a baby in the water and all that so it's just laxed and then when you have the baby it takes some time for it to come back and some women don't have issues but there is issues incontinence is a is a pretty common one Mm -hmm. um i think that is something that as women we're just used it's just like a normal thing right your mom has a baby like my mom's had babies and it's just been like oh that's what i do like i pee when i laugh or i pee when i jump or i can't jump or you know because it's like a joke but it's something that's not i wouldn't it's not normal we've made it normal Mm -hmm. but it's not normal it's kind of like um it is a symptom so there's things that we can do to our bodies and the way we move and um, holding our breath. Uh, a lot of breathing techniques are involved. So it's there's a lot that goes <laughs> that goes into the woman's body, pregnancy, postpartum, mm-hmm. um, that we don't even think about. That's not the first thing women think about when they want to go back to the gym. So what would you say is like for women? So they get the cl- all clear from their doctor, like if they feel okay, mm-hmm. why would they still need to come see you? Or would they still need to come see you? Like they're not, they're not, not hurting or anything like that. Um, you know, is there like, does every woman, should every woman benefit from these different things that they're going to learn from, from a PPA coach or yes, you specifically, but I mean, you know, anybody yes. technically. <laughs> um, well, like with myself, I didn't, I didn't have really a lot of uh, symptoms of anything. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like I had my hips were hurt. Like there wasn't really anything crazy that was like popping out. Diastasis wasn't really an issue. It's what it looked like. And I couldn't figure out what that was. And Mm -hmm. now I know, but it wasn't really something that was affecting every part of my body. Um, so looking back, like now that I have gone through it and was pretty much my own, you know, guinea pig going through this thing, it's like, I really did benefit a lot because of the fact that, um, you know, if I wanted to have another child, like if we could have another child, like I would already be 10 steps ahead mm. because I would already know, you know, what I needed to do to prep. And then obviously going through postpartum again, um, and just, it just learning about my body in general, um, 
because the type of working out that we do, we lift, we do a lot of, you know, it's a lot of strength training. It's a lot of moving. It's a lot of jumping. It's high impact. Yeah. So, you know, these things that's like our bodies are, are very vulnerable when we've had a baby that we coming, we're coming back or we're going through pregnancy and we're, and we're trying to do this type of working out. And there's so many things that you can, you can take from it from seeing a PPA coach for six weeks, going over the breath, going over just maybe learning the physical, um, the anatomy and, and physiology, the anatomy and the physiology of it, you know? So um, that is like a huge thing. And, uh, you know, just being aware of your body and learning so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything is individualized, I know on my end. So when my moms walk away, I want them to feel more confident and I want them to be more aware and um, open to talk about their bodies. And, you know, when there is an issue, mm-hmm. they know they know pretty much why. They mm-hmm. know, like, where it could come from or what, what they're doing did wrong and how to fix it. And, you know, maybe they're holding their breath too long or maybe, you know. So right. um, it's just things like that that I think every mom needs to be aware of. And we've gone so long with women have gone so long with not knowing what the hell their bodies even do besides making babies hashtag times up (laughs) yes (laughs) it's time to learn (laughs) um so you said like a you know a bunch of different breathing exercises or techniques i mean Mm -hmm. not exercises but um uh you know like what what else is there is like form and stuff too like is it are are they working so like the first thing that i that i look at is i look how at posture so how a mom walks in we're especially newly postpartum moms we're coming in with our baby carrier we're coming in with all the crap that we got to carry with us you know so it's like we're already in this weird posture and especially if you're breastfeeding too you're kind of like sitting there all day when you're breastfeeding and then you're kind of like in this weird like back posture thing Mm -hmm. um so the mom's postures are usually pretty not great so it, it all starts with that. So I kind of work with them and like see if there's a reason why they're, st- are they, you know, is there pain anywhere that I should be aware of? Or it's usually just a lot of tension and, and obviously like tension on the back and stress on the, the you know, the joints from just mm-hmm. sitting down and, you know, caring for their baby all day. So I look at that. Um, I, I assess their breathing. Like how is their natural breath? You know, do they belly breathe? Do they shoulder breathe? Um, and then we kind of go from there. Do they suck it in their tummies? Like as women, we're taught <laughs> suck it in. You know, you gotta look skinny. You Between know. that and Spanx, um, <laughs> yeah. So I have to. We have to go over like just letting it go. Just let your belly relax. Let it kind of do its thing, and then we kind of start from there. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of assessment, and then. Um, Obviously, we I want to know like what their goals are. Everyone has different goals, but um, you know what is your goal? And it's I don't have a whole lot of I haven't worked with a whole lot of women that have done like our type of working out. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the, the CrossFit kind of working out. Maybe a couple, but for the majority, everyone is like wanting to run again or wanting to um, go to the gym and just lift weights on the side or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just standing there and lifting weights takes a lot of focus and breath and all that too. So, um, and a lot of women do not realize that running is high impact. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's just, I'm not lifting weights. I'm not doing anything. But, but you're 140 you're, pounds you coming like, down on each step. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So, um, and they want to know why it hurts after they run or why they feel, why it hurts when they're running or why they can't, you know, so right. why they can't get up to the, mileage they were doing before or while their pee is coming out right so it's just a lot of education and that's Mm -hmm. where i start so the six weeks is like i said it's very individualized but for the first week that's what we do is Mm -hmm. that kind of because it takes a while for them to buy in yeah for one and then two for them to um practice the breath you know it's it's really difficult to understand why you're breathing the way you're breathing and it's not until you kind of get it the pelvic floor your diaphragm Mm -hmm. how it how that whole system has to play together because we do it in parts 
And then when you are at the gym and you're doing a back squat or a deadlift, we're taught to brace and hold, mm-hmm. you know, like that's what, it's a, that's what you're taught to do. Brace and hold your breath and then lift. Right. Well, a mom can't do that. Cause guess what? If we don't know if she's already, you know, having an issue with, um, you know, peeing or anything like that, or maybe she has prolapse or maybe there's something else there. So if she holds anymore, mm-hmm. it's just, there's no control. Yeah. So, um, I mean, trust me, I've held my breath on a squat and felt like there's no control either It's from a different end, but it's, and this thing happens with men too. It's not just a women thing. It's not just a mom thing. It's, it's a guy thing too. It, it's, uh, all, you know, once you start diving into all this stuff, it's like, it's a lot that goes on with, um, just different things because we're you're putting so much pressure so mm-hmm. where's that pressure gonna go out my butt <laughs> <laughs> i mean i you know it's real like you brace and yeah it's gonna go a path of least resistance mm-hmm. and uh if there's an opening down there it's going yeah because you're like straining so much and so just think about the moms that are just so much wanting to come back to the gym and they're mm-hmm. like wanting to hit that PR again or hit that 250 deadlift and they're putting on that strapping on that weight belt and you just had a baby like four months ago or five months ago or something so it's just those kind of things that kind of make me like eat like cringe well, and so I've always thought of it like um rehabbing from an injury or whatever if you have well and especially if you've had a c-section I mean you're talking postpartum either way whether you had a c-section or a natural birth it still could be weak pelvic floor and all that kind of stuff but especially if you've had a c-section because you're cutting through muscle to you know have a baby come out of you Mm -hmm. um so that that takes a lot more time to to recover from an injury i mean think about having a sports injury but the difference i was actually just thinking about this um with having a baby is you tear your acl and like you tear it today, it's torn today. And then you immediately begin healing. I mean, obviously it's just a long process, but like your body's going to heal. You're going to have surgery and it's going to heal. And boom, you're done. But when you have a baby, your body is constantly changing for nine months. It's getting stretched out. So it's getting, you're thinning your pelvic floor or whatever, and you're weakening it and your abs are stretching. And then you end up having a surgery, which cuts through it. And then you're like feeding another human being. And so your body's, your body's not just able to like start rehealing right away. And even if it was able to start healing right away, it's uh, your, your body's so much different because it's been an ongoing process. It's been a nine month long injury kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, babies Mm -hmm. aren't injuries, they're miracles, but it, you know, it's, it's different than having like a sports injury. And so, and, and then to like kind of, put it in perspective you would never have a sports injury or never have an acl tear or whatever i mean that's probably extreme because acl tear is really bad but like another injury and the doctor wouldn't just look at it and be like any pain no okay you're good to get back to it you know what i mean they would they'd be like okay we're gonna ease into this Mm -hmm. i mean they talk about like go to rehab and Mm -hmm. go to you know all this stuff and you don't just jump back in six weeks later after a surgery so it's like you're it's the same thing from an injury or something like that, but we're not treating it the same way. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's why it makes total sense. If you put it, if you think about it like that, you're like, Oh yeah, well I should definitely be going to a physical therapist or, you know, a PPA coach or, you know, whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, and, know. and it's not just moms. I think I want to, I want to say this before I forget, but it's like, it's not just moms that are who go to the gym who work out. This could be just a regular mom who... A know, cool moms? Oh, the cool moms. <laughs> could, could it be like the Mean Girls? I'm not like a regular mom, like a cool a mom. Cool mom. Oh, okay, cool. But a mom who, you know, doesn't work out. It could be a mom who just is, you know, doesn't do that. So, but you, the demands of motherhood, you're still, you're still lifting laundry baskets. You're still lifting your toddlers. You're still, you're lifting your toddlers while you're pregnant, mm-hmm. you know, or, um, you know, you're like there's so many demands of motherhood that you're doing that you could still benefit from something like this. Right. So especially the moms that have had, um, you know, multiple kids 
back to back to back to back. I mean, your body is compromised. You're not, you know, not allowing enough mm-hmm. time to really heal. So then that's when we have, we find that there's a, you know, a little bit more, like there's symptoms going on and, or pain, but you know, you're having babies. So it, it, it's like, and you still have a demand of motherhood. So it's stuff that women should know about and be aware, um, and then can benefit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think essentially what I look at is like, I look at movement, mm-hmm. movement, and then how can we help you move better? Like, that's what it comes down to. Right. The girls that I, that work out with us or that want to hit back to the gym, they're doing movement. They just want to add load. They just want to add weight. Uh-huh. So, but it's the same thing. They're still lifting their kids. They're still carrying their kids. They're still, you know, lifting their babies or even after C-section and you're trying to get out of the bed (laughs) without hurting yourself, you know, just like little things like that. So, um, I think every mom can benefit from this kind of stuff. Well, it's, I mean, it's the whole reason why we do the movements that we do with like functional fitness. Cause it's like, Hey, if you picked up this bag of dog food off of the ground and put it up on the top shelf, like that's a clean and press. And so you should be able to know how to do like move this, this way in the in the correct way in everyday life and you squat down you squat a lot in your daily life and then you pick up your kid and then mm-hmm. that's you know like a deadlift or whatever and it's like all those things i mean moms are no different and then than that and so even if they're not working out you still are doing these functional movements every day i mean it's, it's just oh, a yeah. real yeah it's like getting your kid in and out of the car out of their car seat Ugh. Depending on your car. Yeah. Like if you have a small four series BMW Uh, and you're like, hey, I'm going to have a baby because this is a great baby car. (laughs) And you have to get down that low roof line and get a freaking monster baby Uh, in and out of your car. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a work on your lower back. Uh, Yeah. Especially when you're... I mean, not speaking from experience or anything, (laughs) I wouldn't have any idea what that's like getting a monster baby. I will say um, almost at the end of... um, having Ellie in a car seat, I did learn a very good way, speaking of posture for carrying a car seat, instead of holding the top with your hand, like you would normally do. And then you kind of like are hunched over, you're carrying this heavy baby. Well, depends on your baby, I guess, but I had a monster baby. You're actually supposed to like wrap your arm, like do put it through the car seat thing. And so where it like pins up against your body and I, it's, I guess it's very hard to describe and it's more, you got to show people, but you put your arm through it and it like locks it in there and it's just right on your side and it's like, it stays secure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird how it works. And I was like, Oh cool. And then like the next week Ellie was out of the car seat, but, um, yeah, it's like a, a very, uh, better way, I guess to, yeah. uh, to carry it and not mess up your lower back. And, um, yeah, I mean, you got to carry that baby bag and that, and you know, if you have another kid, you got to carry their stuff. You got to be ready yeah. for a blowout. You yeah. got extra clothes, <laughs> snacks. Like, yeah, it's a, it's the real deal. Yeah. So. So, um, but I got into this whole thing because of my experience. I was not, I had no idea coming back to the gym, what the heck I was doing, what, like what to expect. All I knew was like, I'm going to, the doctor gave me the green light. Let's go back to the gym. I'm being fine. You go back to the gym and I'll always remember I couldn't even do a squat. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do a push up. I couldn't do anything. And I remember just staring at you like death stare. Cause you're like, Ooh, working out like this is fun. You know, like you're just like all into it, into the workout. And I'm just like, I can't do anything. Like my body wouldn't let me. And all I had was a baby right there next to me. You know, it was like I was pushed in the corner Mm. (laughs) because I wanted to stay out of the way, but at the same time, nobody could help me. And so I'm standing there like, well, I guess I'll just do something. I don't know. And then push Ellie back and forth and just watch everybody work out. And I could not understand why my body was doing that. Like I could not understand and I could not get out of my head. And I realize that now, like I could not understand, like it was because I just had a baby like six weeks before mm-hmm. I just had her and I had a C-section. So it was like thinking about that now, I feel so dumb 
to think that like I like to not give myself a little bit more grace and understanding because that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And, but from that day I, I, I was like, I can't, I got to figure it out. I got to find, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I got to figure this out because this is either a not normal or B it's like, I, I can't, am I ever going to come out of this? Right. And so, you know, like I said, looking on Google, looking at everything, it's just like, there's just so much stuff. And I found Brianna battles and it was just like, whoa, that's, that's me. That's where, that's what I want to do. Like, that's what I need to find more. I need more information. I need to, what am I going to do? And so literally she had just came out with her certification and I remember asking, it's like, this is, I want to learn more. Like, this is what I, I gotta, I'm going to, I'm going to get this. And, and now looking at the pricing of it, it's like, I paid, it was like nothing back then, but, um, going through that certification was just like, this was, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to know. And this is what other women need to know. Like how do other women not know this stuff? Like yeah. I cannot be the only one that feels this way. I can't be the only one that's like, what is wrong? Like why? can I not do anything? Like I wasn't in pain or anything. It was just like, why isn't my body like connecting with my brain? Like my brain saying, go Monica, you could do this thruster. And then when I lift the bar, it's like, nope, yeah, <laughs> you can't. So it was just very uh, frustrating, humbling. I don't, I don't even know how to describe that whole time. Mm-hmm. But like learning and then now coming out like three years later, you know, postpartum is forever. Um, I I am like so much more aware of my body and so much more aware of like what the healing process, mm-hmm. the healing process. So um, having to take a, a few steps back before, you know, like when Ellie was probably a year um, once I knew I learned everything, it was like having to really start over, like with my breath, what was my body doing? Like, that's why sometimes at the gym, I like sit there and like, I'm trying, people are like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just trying to get my breath together. Cause it's like something that I still work on to this day. And I still utilize when I work out. So it's different than it was when I first started, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that's something that I want to, you know, I kind of like tell moms is it's something that you will always work on and it's a knowledge that you'll always have. And that's something that, that is the greatest gift because you will, you will always have that knowledge that, you know, you want to have another baby or maybe one of your friends is talking about something and you're like, Oh, I my trainer told me about that. Like, this is what I did or this is what we, you could do. Mm. So it's like, it's just sharing and women are just, you know, learning more. So there that's you go. my story. There you go. <laughs> Done deal. Well, and I think with you, you now have listened to me so much with this stuff, like you like rolling your eyes right now, cause you really have, like, I'm, I'm so excited with all, with all this like knowledge. And I'm like, Hey, guess what? This blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, just talking to you about it. So like, you already are aware of it. So you know what a pelvic floor is, you know, like, you know, some things. So like when mom- do more Kegels, no, <laughs> that's what I got from it. Is there, but you know, a lot about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think when, you know, you do see somebody at the gym, maybe their squats a little off, or maybe they're, they're favoring one side and then the other, you know, um, or it could be like jumping or it could be something, those things. It's like, you already know enough for me to know that it could potentially be something from that. Like it could be like a postpartum thing or, you know, from here's what I don't understand. You're, you get excited about something and you talk about it a lot. And then I listen to it and then I absorb the information. And then just like what you said right now, hey, you know a lot about it just by like osmosis, right? Like I just listened to it and I absorbed it. But every time I know something about something and I talk about it a lot, you're like, shut up already. Stop talking. And then six years go by and then Oprah says it or something. And you're like, hey, you know what I just found out about? I just saw this for the first time ever on Oprah. That thing, this thing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I told you that a long time ago. And you're like, huh, I don't even remember. 
it's weird. It's just I don't know. It's just a, it's a astute observation well, that I just made. Well, because you talk so much. Okay, but so do you. And I don't talk a whole lot. How the hell do I know about <laughs> pregnancy and postpartum and pelvic floors <laughs> and prolapse? The, the stuff that guys shouldn't know. Yeah, but you train women, so you should know. I yeah, but I'm just saying, I know a lot about that stuff. That stuff. I know a lot about just a female anatomy, just from like. <laughs> Going through, uh, trying to have Ellie. Know a lot about inner workings, of parts. I'm basically a doctor. <laughs> In certain countries, I could probably just petition to be a doctor and get written off. I'm like, yeah, he's good. He, he knows. He knows what he's talking about. Um, I don't know. Just, uh, just observation. I listen to you, and you don't give a crap about me. But oh. no big deal. My Moving apologies. on. My apologies. Um. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, this is, like, it's good. It's good to get it out there, and maybe somebody's listening to this. It's like, hey, that could be me, or that is me, or whatever. I've experienced exactly what she's talking about. And if that's the case, then they should reach out to you. And um, where would they reach out to you at? You can you can plug on my podcast. No big deal. You can <laughs> plug your Instagram <laughs> handle. So you can find me on Instagram. Um I am on our Drop Fitness Instagram as well. That's probably where a better place to get me. You're um, the worst person for like giving plugs well, at, when I I'm like, know. hey, give your Instagram. Handle. You can find me on Instagram. Anyways, I'm not going to give you my handle. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good, oh, okay. Well. What do they just got to freaking do like a people finder search and just like <laughs> search for you? Drop Fitness. Okay. But that's not even our Instagram handle. A Drop Fitness Bakersfield. Thank you. Holy moly. Drop Fitness Bakersfield. So we're at Drop Fitness Bakersfield. You can find it on Instagram. You can also Instagram Monica directly at Mrs. Noel one. Yes. M R S N O E L one. Like I think it was a couple of weeks ago and I was like, Oh yeah, you know, throw out your Instagram handle just in case somebody needs to find you. And I you're didn't like, know what it was. it's at Monica Noel. I'm like, no, it is not. That's not what your Instagram handle is. Jesus. Thank God you don't go on somebody else's podcast and they're like, I hey, throw in a I'm plug. Like, and you're like, just find me on Instagram. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you're like the uh, Chechenian guys from uh, Taken. Good luck. Oh, my no. God. But um, I don't know. It's my passion. I, I like. I, Plugging your Instagram is not your passion. But it's not my thank, passion. Thank God you spent zero time on that <laughs> and more time on reading reading this stuff. But, so I'm here. Um. But I, I, I don't know. There's, it's just so much information that our women just need to know, and um, you know, wanting to to look at their postpartum and and then pregnancy. So like, we're not really talking about pregnancy and working out. I think I'm probably like the worst person to look at when if you look at my social media, um, and see pregnancy p- videos of myself. I mean, I was lifting still. I was doing all those things. I like wasn't skipping the beat mm-hmm. at all. And I look back and it makes me cringe cuz I'm like, "Oh my gosh, not that anything was bad. It was I wasn't doing any crazy weight or anything, but I was um I wish I could have utilized some of my knowledge now back then like as far as like using a barbell, you know, I shouldn't have been using the barbell. Because now I had to relearn my bar path after having not having that huge belly. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and that was hard. And then, um, you know, the breathing techniques of it. I could have done that while I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. The way I was walking, you know, the way all that stuff. It's like being more mindful. So it wasn't that I couldn't work out. Like you could still do that stuff. You could still lift. You can still, you know, go to CrossFit or whatever. It's just you're going to do it a little bit different. And then I wish I had me to guide me during that time. If that makes sense. Like I wish I had a coach. I wish I could just marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had me to guide me. Well, no, I wish I had somebody like humble me. brag. No, no, I'm kidding. It's like, I wish I had somebody who was aware of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that I had like, so that, so I can, I knew what to do. Like I knew I, I like, yeah. So I just, I just wish somebody was aware and I had that guidance. So when I see, I think this is why I throw myself out there. I'm like, I just want to share all this knowledge because it's like, oh my gosh, like 
you don't understand how much you need this, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's, and, um, and so that's why I get passionate about it. But, uh, and then I would have been ahead of the game after, maybe I wouldn't have been so lost right? and so like frustrated. Um, but I think that's one thing is like, you know, fitness is, is there's just so many yoga or, you know, walking and what the doctor's going to tell you is, Oh, just go to yoga or just go walking. And like a mom that like myself who was not into yoga or walking, that's not what I want to hear. Right. I'm going to go to class at five 30 today. So, you know, what am I, what, what else you got, got for me? Cause I'm not going to listen to you. Right. So that's where I would come in and I'm there to help those moms that are going to continue doing that. This is what we're going to do. You know, it's not just modifying the movements. It's why are we modifying the movements? Um, you know, every day it's like asking questions. It's like, what, what is different? Especially with pregnancy, your body's changing all the time. Mm -hmm. So like what hurts today or what doesn't feel right today? What's pulling more today? Right. Um, and then, I mean, like I went and I put myself in labor (laughs) by doing a million squats. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just stuff like that you got to like watch for and then how you're squatting and, um, you know, be mindful of the belly. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of things that, that go into it that women can just benefit from. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm just so glad that I found it when I did. And I'm so glad that it's growing the way that it is because there's so much knowledge and there's so many coaches in different states now that um you know are there to help these women Mm -hmm. and i don't know there's just like they're easier you can share that information with other people they're easier to find and you know there's there's it's just being advocates for each other yeah but yeah cool well reach out to monica if uh you are a mom planning to become a mom or in the process of becoming a mom. Well, and I think I will probably get um, another coach on here um, just to talk about like their experiences. Some of them are, um, they are doulas too. Um, so they do branch off into different things. Um, maybe get a pelvic floor physical therapist on here um, that is uh, specializes in on the pelvic floor because that's a whole other can of worms we can open up and 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 stuff but um you know getting people out that there there are resources out there for people for women we're just not taking advantage of them Mm -hmm. um so if that's what i could do bring to this podcast too um you know if people are not wanting to either message or or like come they're not comfortable coming out yet Mm -hmm. maybe this is where they could get their information and i can just give them a little bit information and you're not alone so you're not going through this by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So. Well, you seem very excited about this topic. <laughs> I don't, what? I don't know. Oh, I'm excited. I'm asking you questions. I know. But yeah. Cool. What else do you got for uh for today as we wrap this up? What else do I have? I think that was it as far as like that postpartum and pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, We're still having classes now. So, um, you know, they were finding a way in to be able to maintain our fitness in, uh, in this pandemic mm-hmm. and with the you know new regulations that are being put on us. So. Well, and I think that's the difficult part too with what I do. Mm-hmm. Is because I don't know how comfortable moms are coming out, mm-hmm. pregnant moms, you know, especially because it's depending on how you feel about that. But like wanting to come out and being around another person too while you're pregnant, like it's just a right. different weird time. But what I could do, I can do online. We can Zoom. We got that going on. Mm-hmm. Got really good at that <laughs> while we were in quarantine. Couldn't yeah. leave our house. So, um, you know, there's other thing, other ways to go about it, but it's just a really, or, and then postpartum people don't want to bring their babies out either. Yeah. So it's just a weird thing to have to go through 
right and then not being able to be around a person too especially when i'm so hands-on with you and um and and stuff so but zoom is good internet's good it's better than nothing so right um you know that's another way to do it but yeah this freaking we can we can adapt to anything stuff it's crazy yep it is i don't i don't know like i just i'm at this point i'm just whatever i mean i feel like i'm like that every single time we talk about it i know just like out of control i'm gonna be all the way through a whole year and just like wasted a year it's like can i just go to lengthwise and have our family friday fridays at lengthwise i i would absolutely just go to it's so ridiculous i like the regulations like hey you can do everything like normal just it has to be outside it's like i don't know how that's any more sanitary but whatever um the problem is and in certain parts of the country i'm sure it's fine in san diego it's probably beautiful down there it's like 73 and a half degrees every single day it's 104 like it's so hot here i'm just sweating i'm sweating now and i'm inside in the ac but it's probably just not cold enough yeah it's not cold enough. oh my god come down this is like 75 degrees in here right now um but uh eating outside is just like it doesn't seem fun but i want to go to a restaurant like i want to go so bad i was gonna tell you today like we should just go to a restaurant somewhere and like so that way we can sit outside and just enjoy some sweating sense of life but yeah like sweating is just be so uncomfortable be drinking a beer and like just sweating it out right away you never catch a buzz (laughs) sweating out the alcohol no like it's just like it's miserable right now because i just want to go to my favorite restaurants and support my local business but like i'm tired of getting stuff to go like i'm down to get stuff to go every once in a while and i think that's kind of something that like the stay at home kind of thing you know whatever is like i we can get stuff to go and come and eat at home and it's still, you know, pretty good, but it's not the same. I want to, I want to get back to normal. I'm like, I'm good. We're, we're good. We're, we'll, we'll abide by like, you know, certain rules or regulations or whatever, but come on, let's open stuff back up. Mm-hmm. Poor restaurants. And poor can, restaurants, poor hair salons and nail salons and yeah. those people. It's like, they're spending so much money to get their stuff set up and they're like, Oh, sorry, you're closed. It's like, Dude, yeah. now you're playing with people's livelihoods and their and how they support their families and it's like what what are you know. doing? You know? And, and it's such a it's such a crazy thing back and forth and I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to go with it and but yeah, like you said, all we have is like we have to focus on our house. Mm-hmm. We have to focus on moving. So like get out and go for a walk get out and go do a garage workout get up and go out you know so it's like the number one um thing that's tying all these like covid deaths together and when they're trying to find you know why it's not affecting certain people and why it's affecting other people and the the biggest thing that they're finding is that obesity and type 2 diabetes are heavily linked to these covid deaths it's not the only thing and there's absolutely a million other things and i'm sure you could pick it up and be like i know a person that died that doesn't have either one of those like i'm sure that exists but overwhelmingly the number one and two things i guess they just go hand in hand but it's obesity and type 2 diabetes so focus on your nutrition focus on your health just your overall health and wellness like your fitness and um you know this is these are just things precautions that you can take i i guarantee a overall healthy person versus somebody that has obese with type 2 diabetes, the mask is not going to make a difference no. between those two people. The, your health and wellness is going to make the biggest difference. Um, so we should be focusing on that stuff. I mean, I haven't heard anybody talk about it, but I'm talking about it now. You should get to the gym. You should work out. That, that's going to be something that saves your life, not staying at home, getting you know Uber Eats for mcdonald's or whatever <laughs> it's so ridiculous it's ridiculous that there's uber eats for stuff that has a drive through i don't know i like that just that seems crazy to me but oh yeah. i i even when this whole thing started i had listened to a couple podcasts with doctors and stuff and that's what the one thing that they had said was you know they had brought up those things um as far as like obesity and type 2 diabetes and and stuff and so it's just interesting how but that plays into everything 
that doesn't just play into this. It doesn't. It plays into when you get the flu, and it plays right. into when you get cancer, or you get like so. Like there's a bunch of things that our health is so important to help us fight well, what I, is happening to our bodies. I think what it is is we've allowed like our society or whatever the norm is to be overweight. Like it's definitely the norm. There's the majority of people are overweight now. So it's so easy to overlook it and be like, that person was healthy. And it's like, well, they were 300 pounds, but they didn't have any other issues, but that is an issue Mm -hmm. being that Mm -hmm. big. And so we just totally bypass that and go, that person was healthy and died of COVID or died of what do you, you know, whatever got the flu and died, but he's not healthy or she's not healthy. Like, that's not a healthy person, but we're saying that it's healthy because we're overlooking this number one thing. Like, oh yeah, they're pre-diabetic and they're 26 years old and they're, mm-hmm. you know, 300 pounds. But other than that, they're healthy. It's like, yeah, that's, that's bad. Like those are all things that, you know, that would be like saying, oh yeah, the person has, you know, stage whatever cancer and this, other than that, they're healthy. Like, okay, well you just rattled off two things that are very life threatening. So, uh, you know, I, we got to change our mindset. We got to alter our mindset to say like, Hey, these are unhealthy habits and, or this person is unhealthy and it's going to lead to some serious problems. And you know, whether it's this virus this time or whatever happens down the road, you know, there's always going to be something else. COVID's going to come and go at some point, mm-hmm. hopefully sooner than later, but something else is going to pop up and it's going to be really bad. We're going to be in for a huge rude awakening here. Um, down the road and i'm sure they'll tie it back to all the purell that we're using now but like um i was just uh out shopping today and talking to somebody and i was saying um eleanor hasn't got sick all year i haven't got sick yeah knock on wood but like a sick she's a kid they're supposed to get sick right now because they're supposed to be exposed to all this stuff and she's probably in the minority of like we don't use purell around mm-hmm. here like we wash our hands but not like crazily like we mm-hmm. wash our hands when we we're supposed to wash our hands um but all the purell that they're using out there in the stores and all that stuff like there is no free lunch in in nature we're killing all these germs that are supposed to be getting inside of us to to help build immunities and stuff something is going to happen it might not be this year it might not be next year like there's going to be a generation of kids that their immune systems are and then when they turn into adults are going to be super weak mm-hmm. and they're not going to be able to fight stuff and I think we'll be able to connect the dots back and be like, oh, yeah, remember for an entire year when we were just nuts on disinfecting and purelling every single thing? Yeah, that that played an important role in this. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, whatever. Who, who knows? What, what, what do I know? But at least this is being recorded in a podcast and I'll be able to point back and be like, see, on August 2nd, or is it the first or the second? To the second. second. August 2nd, Joe said this. But whatever anyways i could probably go on for a whole podcast about all this stuff and nobody would listen but whatever my mom would listen yeah <laughs> we got fans but uh, no, you're right though it's um yeah it's something that it's just gonna be interesting to see like what happens with all this stuff i mean and then we could get into the whole education thing where kids are losing a year of their education and when you say oh like oh it's not that big a deal like well a year of your you know, primary education is one twelfth of it. And they're not going to, and maybe they're getting some education from distance learning, but they're, what are they retaining? 30% of what they normally would retain, you know? So, I mean, that's going to be an issue. Immune systems are going to be an issue. Being friendly too, like what's up with, it has to be the masks or maybe it's just all these, these new procedures where they just really don't want human interaction in, in these businesses. And then when you do have inter- human interaction, like you're just covered up, but like people are angry mm-hmm. right now. Like Starbucks, like there's like, here's drink. Here's, here's this, you know, whatever. Not at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I'm sure Chick-fil-A is like, um, sir, it looks like your check engine lights on. Let me go check that for you <laughs> while you're waiting in this drive through. Um, no, it has to be something with a massive, just like they're grumpy or they know that they can't, you can't see them smile. So they're just not going to smile. And there's like, here, here, it's $3. Give it, it's, I don't know what's $3 at Starbucks. It's more like four seventy five, but <laughs> you know, and it's just like, it's just, people don't have time for each other anymore. Like, I don't know. It's, we it, have the most time. It's a psychological yeah, it's thing like that's a, happening. It's, it's absolutely nuts. Like, and it, it even happens at our gym too. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as we 
don't want it to happen because we've always talked about like building the community and whatever. We always gave high fives. We stood around and talked or, you know, whatever. In in even if we moved it over by like the cubbies, we would talk. No, Eleanor just woke up. I just heard her. All right, well, we'll, we'll wrap it up. But, you know, we got to continue to fight to create that community and be able to still give maybe not high fives, but be able to just talk as human beings and not just, you know, push people out and treat them like a number. It's a lot of work. It is. And I think we're doing a good job, though, still interacting and, and stuff like that. It is a different time and everyone's aware of that. But it's like it's it takes a lot of work. And maybe that's why we're so drained at the end of the day, because we're just like trying to make, you know, you want to make everyone happy and feel welcome when they come in without the whole like that part of it. Yeah. So um, but I mean, I think we're doing a good job. Well, the good news is Ellie was asleep for 50 minutes of this podcast and yes. uh, we were able to get through the majority of it. So um, until next time, um, you can uh, check us out on Instagram at Drop Fitness Bakersfield. Go to our website, dropfitnessbakersfield.com um, and look forward to future podcasts with both of us and uh, hopefully uh, some special guests as well. So until next time, I am Joe Noel. Signing off for Monica Noel, and uh, we will see you guys later. Bye. Once again, follow us on Instagram at Drop Fitness Bakersfield. Go to our website at dropfitnessbakersfield.com. Make sure to leave us a five star review here and share the podcast with a friend, whether you listen to on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. And then check out the gym. First workout's always free for new members. And we have great deals on all of our membership packages. See you at the gym.